Hey guys, it's Joseph Hayes here with Matt Sheehan and it's week three of the football season. I know school is just kicking off, but the season is already, it almost feels like we're in the middle of the year. We're a third of the way done happening. on Friday. How about that? That's, that's wild. <laughs> and this week has really been highlighted by not just you no know, big games, but also the situation that's been happening in Memphis. Yep. The Yellow Jackets were deciding the last few days whether they were going to continue their varsity season, and they actually announced they would. Um, they're going to bring up the JV team and basically combine the units to try to get through the year. But the interesting thing is, all around our area, we're seeing a decline in numbers. Yeah, and it's time. really hitting home now. I mean, when you get down to Memphis and they have 12 players, I mean, it's almost unplayable at that point. Yeah, it really is. And uh, I mean, just anywhere that you go, it could go as far north as all those eight-man teams going mm -hmm. on with Pack Deckerville. I mean, just with the low numbers. And all the way down, really, uh, I mean, Mac schools are having a hard time. You, you just look at St. Clair, mm -hmm. which is, you know, a perennial power, really, yep. and, you know, always consistent. With, with the numbers and just to see them down too so w whether it's the mac gtce speedwack or nctl i mean you're seeing a drop off in numbers and i mean it, it is a little concerning mm -hmm. that, and you know when people ask what do you attribute this to i mean does it go back to all the talk about concussions yep. and the safety and so forth i mean if i'm a parent today that has a child playing football you got to have those conversations Without right? a doubt. you can't just ignore yeah. it any, any longer it, it, yeah it, it'd be silly not to have those conversations really mm -hmm. so i think it's a little bit of that and really just i mean general enrollment too i mean as easy as it is just to point at student numbers so i, I think it's both of those really mixing together mm -hmm. to be honest yeah but memphis will be in action this mm -hmm. week um, in terms of our top five games this week, though, we have a full slate once again oh, yeah. featuring MAC teams. And if I were really to were to look at the biggest game of the week, it has to be Richmond and Crossville yep. Lexington. Um, these are two teams that are really jockeying for position right now. And even though it's early, this could very well decide the BWAC at some point later in the year. Yeah, without a doubt. And I mean, they kind of two different storylines too, how their team is built. I mean, Richmond has a lot of newcomers, mm -hmm. new starters, still a lot of talent. But Cross Lexington, on the other hand, another talented team. But they have a lot of experience, especially in those trenches. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what wins here. Is it going to be the new mm -hmm. talent rising or the experience coming in uh, to the road atmosphere that will be Richmond? And I really like how it's really a, a battle of wills in this game. You know, Richmond has a type of offense that can really hit you over the top yeah. of a big play. Last week at Armada, you no know, big play after big play after big play. They poured it on. At yeah. the same time, though, Crosswell Lexington wants to stretch you out and then run the football down your That's throat. Right. So it's almost like we're going to see a battle of wheels there, and it can really become a really good game in the end. It, oh, it's going to be a great game, wire mm -hmm. to wire, yeah, without a doubt. Let's talk about uh, Northern um, and Centerline. Uh, Northern's coming off a big win with Marine City. Huge one. You would think they're riding a high at this point. Yeah. Could this be one of those games that they could really take advantage of and kind of let that momentum continue? Oh, without question, yeah. I mean, it's going to be Saturday during the day at Centerline, so maybe the energy could be a little lower than mm -hmm. obviously it was at home Friday night against Marine City. But, I mean, really, I just think that the talent and the confidence they have now is just going to really just push them to uh, quite a generous victory here. I that's don't want to spoil my prediction yet, but, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, that's, yeah. But that's one of those games, even early in the season, that they're coming off of a high. They need to keep it going. Absolutely. They, this is not the time to have a setback. They really need to build off of last week. Right. What about Port Huron being back at home against Warren Mott? I mean, yeah, Warren Mott is game. one of those teams where they're always going to give you a very tough yep. challenge. And even with Port Huron being at home, that's a game they're still going to have to be at their best to be able to win that game. Oh, without question, yeah, especially with Mott coming down from the Mac mm -hmm. Red in this game. And, you know, these teams have faced the last four years. They're two and two against each other, and three of those games have been decided by a touchdown. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you're all but guaranteed to get a great game on Friday if you're going to Memorial Stadium. That, that, that's going to be a fun one and, and really a tough game to pick, too. 
What do you think about St. Clair going on the road against Clendale? St. Clair yeah. coming off a very good performance offensively and defensively, and now they're going on the road for the first time. I think that's going to be a shootout, really. I mean, I know Clendale, uh, I, I mean, they, they have a lot of athletes on the team, mm -hmm. a lot of speed. And, I mean, no, no matter how good they are talent-wise, they always have that quickness to mm -hmm. hit you. So I, I think it's going to be the high-scoring game between St. Clair and Clintondale. And, uh, I mean, definitely scoreboard operator has to be awake that night. And, and, you know, we were talking before about the low numbers. Right. If yep. it stays hot and humid outside like it is today, right. like, yeah. wow, this is going to be a very, very interesting time because with low numbers and the cramps, remember the cramps of week one, everybody's <laughs> going down oh, yeah. all of around the state. The cramps. Yeah. You can't do that if you only have <laughs> no, you 22, can't. 24 kids. You know, you have right. to be able to have a, a full roster and have depth to kind of get through that game. Yeah. Lastly, we got to talk about Marine City, man. Like Marine yeah. City is facing, I mean, can we call this a must-win game See, already? See, I, I, I was thinking about that earlier. I don't, I mean, every game, especially with only nine regular season, you're going to say it's a must-win, mm -hmm. but I mean, they're definitely against the ropes now. Oh, yeah. And this is no slouch of a team in Detroit, no, Loyola, no. known by many as the number one team in Division Seven. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's going to be a very tough game. But this could also be a game where if they win, mm -hmm. that, that's going to propel, that, propel them to good things. Exactly. And, I mean, that's going to be a huge momentum shifter. I mean, you talk about momentum shifting during a game. This would be a momentum shifter in a season exactly. that, that could really turn things around. And that's why I say I wonder if it's a must win because if they win, they could use this as a catalyst to do some oh, yeah. good things. If they lose, they can't lose again. Like no, they, they can't. They have to run the table, and who wants to be in a position to have to run the table right. in week four? Yeah, I, I think no. they might be able to get in with five and four record, considering how hard their schedule mm -hmm. is. But I mean, you don't want to put that in exactly. hands of the that. points, everything, and it's just to go zero and three with six games left. Oh, no, it's not even easy six games either. They're they're not cakewalking here. They never have a cupcake on their schedule the rest of the season. Well, they so. still have Marysville. Yeah, I mean, exactly. We, 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 we haven't talked about Marysville. Marysville, the St. Clair game. But I mean, let's go back and look at our predictions let's now. Do it. Richmond, Crosswell, Lexington. Who do you have in this game? It, to me, it's a toss-up. God, that is really a toss-up. Uh, even right now, I'm still having a hard time thinking about it. But uh, give me Crosslex, actually. Mm -hmm. I, I like the experience. I really like what they did. They struck quick last week. Mm -hmm. I mean, Joe Hayden, Austin Smith, Jacob yes. Surgeon. Heck, I mean, Justin Johnson, Joey Johnson, Luke Wilson. I mean, I can go on and on about the mm -hmm. talent they have. I, I think the experience, though, is going to is going to propel them to the win. I'm also picking Crosswell Lexington because, okay. like I said, in, in a game like this early in the season, usually the team that can run the ball, yep. they're the ones that can cut down on turnovers. They're the ones that can win the intangibles, and usually that puts them in position to win the yep. game. So I'm, I'm going with Crosswell Lexington. Gotcha. The game that you're covering, though, on Saturday with Northern on the road. This is yeah. another game where Portland Northern has, has a really good chance against Centerline, mm. but will they be able to overcome Centerline and win in the end? I, I think the only way Northern loses is if the bus driver gets lost in the you way of the game, so. and, and they don't show up. Well, like, they have five honestly, I'm, I'm going to be that blunt about it. <laughs> I, I, th I think Northern's going to win. I expect mm -hmm. a running clock in the second half. Okay. Um, I, I think uh, the Larry Rollins and company are going to keep rolling here. I don't yep. think it's going to be a four or five touchdown game, but okay. I'm eager to see how will they take care of the ball. You know, gotcha. will they be able to build off of their offensive production last week mm -hmm. and keep playing with positive plays and big plays without the turnovers? I feel like if they play a clean game, yeah, they'll win by two or three touchdowns. Gotcha. If they don't, it could be close in the end, man, and you could have a, sure. a very interesting <laughs> story to write. Let's talk about this St. Clair at Clintondale game. St. Clair going on yeah. the road for the first time. Do you expect them to get, to get the victory for their second straight win? Uh, I, I do. I do. I mean, it's going to be high scoring. I, I think St. Clair by, I mean, if we're gonna, if I'm going to be specific about it, two touchdowns, I think. Really? Is, is what okay. I'm feeling. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I feel like they'll, they'll pull away late despite the low numbers and everything. I, I think St. Clair. I think this is a, is a very tough game just because yeah. of the low numbers. Like, I, I wish I had looked ahead at the forecast because if it's hot and humid yeah. like this, man, 
I don't see how they're going to be able to – I mean, they would almost have to be perfect and play ahead because mm -hmm. I'm telling you, early in the football season, you're going to have guys go down with cramps. You're yeah, going to have sure. key players possibly miss time on the field that will come back. And so they're going to need to really start fast and be in a position to where they still can be fresh on defense in the second half. They don't want to get behind and then try to catch back up. Right. But I'm going to pick St. Clair as well in that game. Yeah. Talk to me about Warren my Airport here in high school. Yeah, another tough one. Um, yes. I, I think Hopefield Advantage is actually going to play a role here in mm -hmm. this game. I mean, it's always worth a few points. And I mm -hmm. think those points, especially, you know, traditionally with how close this game is, usually between Mott and Port Huron, mm -hmm. I think Homefield is going to help out Port Huron here, and I'm, I'm going with the Big Reds. Warren Mott is a very good team. Oh, yeah. and this is why I like the fact that Port Huron played the Detroit Country Day already. Yeah. This is not going to be a shock to them now. This is going That's to be another yep. game. And when you put yourself in position to have that type of good winning experience, it's not just about having older players, but you need to be in battles. You need to be in good games yeah. where even the opponent might be a little better than you and you still have to find a way to pull together. Sure. That's why Port Huron is going to be able to win this game, and that's why they're positioned to have a really good season going forward. For sure. All right. I like Lastly, that. Marine City at home, yep. must-win game, Detroit Loyola. Who are you picking in this game? I, I, you know what, it's tough. The, the, yeah, I mean, it, it seems a lot closer than it might on paper mm -hmm. with, with Loyola being a great team, Marine City starting off 0-2. I, I think it will be Loyola, mm -hmm. but that's not to say I would be surprised if Marine City wins. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially with the way their coaching staff is and mm -hmm. how they always prove people wrong once you count them out. That's but true. I think it will be Loyola. Loyola is year in and year out one of the best in the state. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I, I, just with the athletes they have down there and also the good coaching down at Loyola as well. I think it is going to be Loyola in this one. And you know, the first two weeks we both picked Marine City. Yeah, and they that's right, lost yep. each time. Yeah. And this week I'm very, very tempted to pick Detroit Loyola. Mm -hmm. I like what they're doing, but I still feel like Marine City has some fight in it. Gotcha, them. all right. And you know, when champions are down and out, yep. like usually they come out swinging. Third time's so a charm for you. Let's see. I'm, I'm just <laughs> feeling like Ryan Glodich and his guys are really going to have this team fired up. I mean, literally their backs are against the wall. Oh, yeah. And they're not going to sugarcoat the situation for their players. Not at all. So I expect to see a, a mad Marine City team that somehow brings this game to, to a victory. For well, sure. that's your week three predictions from Joseph and Matt. Keep it locked to the timesherald.com. We'll have more predictions for you the rest of the season.